Hello. 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 And welcome to the 58th episode of. That was perfect. That was the best. Literally. I feel like I've had practice now because of the uh, Patreon episodes. Oh, yeah. will that be the Patreon episode? Oh, no episode. started already. Yeah. I've started already. Why is this 58 when the last one was 54? <laughs> Do the math, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Do the math. Uh, Coffee. With, <laughs> no, with me, Barnett. This guy. With me, Alpha. Me, Jordan. Um, if you hear. And don't forget. Um, the, the chainsaw in the background. Yeah, yeah. Well. If you hear the chainsaw in the background, we uh we have got um Texas Chainsaw Massacre featuring <laughs> for today's episode. Um, yeah. guys, how how are you? How are we feeling? This is the we're we're probably the freshest we've been after a fresh coffee. Are you guys morning people? <laughs> Not really. Not really. I feel like this is the this is the earliest we've recorded, right? Yeah, this is pretty in early. history. This is this is early early. Like, yeah, I'm uh. Guys, it's 10.30 a.m. Musicians. <laughs> yeah, for the musicians out there, their minds are blown right now. 10.30. For the accountants, they're already they're at like, lunch. What are these guys on about? <laughs> um, guys, I feel like I'm addicted to coffee. Can we discuss this? We spoke about in our mukbang, you know, our mukbang that's exclusive on Patreon. Yeah. Um, before we start, maybe we should talk about our Patreon. Guys, if you haven't already signed up to our Patreon, you should. Thank you to everyone that's already joined. We're yeah. having a great time. You get a weekly exclusive episode, yep. um, two video content, and get to chat with us on the Discord about your favorite movie, music, music, movies, movies, movies. Um, <laughs> books, anything. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, and you know, it's uh, that's why it's episode fifty-eight because we've recorded three episodes exclusively on pod on podcast on Patreon. <laughs> We're not doing a good job of this, are we? We're not great salesmen. We're guys. terrible salesmen. But, but you're a salesman of coffee. I mean, yes. Yeah, oh, so right. I'm addicted to coffee. Before we get into that, how's your weeks out of ten, guys? Talk to me. Uh, Should we do months out of 10? Because I feel like... Yeah, it's been a long time since we've seen each other. Yeah. Week out of 10 is the... It's yeah, the brand, man. isn't it? <laughs> it's the brand. It's the what brand. Can, so, you know, let's put that on a t-shirt. Actually, there's probably mm. already t-shirts mm. that say week out of 10. Mm. Probably, probably. <laughs> right. So we can just put, are we live in small font? Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah. I would give it a nice, solid 8.7. Oh, I wonder why. 8.7. Why, why is that, Jordan? Um, I've just been doing like in-store shows. My album came out two weeks ago. Yay! Thank you. Um, and I'd been playing some of those shows. Barney did this as well around his album. Mm. And it's really nice, actually. Like yeah, You played in Nottingham, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I played there two days ago. And that, that venue's sick. Bro, isn't it the best crowd reaction? Yeah. That, you, I, I, that was the, no offense to anybody else, but... That was the best crowd that we had was Nottingham. Yeah, well, they were, because obviously they get less gigs up there. So yeah. they were like, I had people driving from all places and um, it was nice. I got to meet, I went to the merch stand at yeah. every single gig yeah, and was like meeting everyone. And it was like, it's what I used to do back in the early yeah. tours. And it was like nice to like chat with people. And um, yeah, so I've had a good week like touring again for the first time. Albums come out. So yeah, enjoying life. The, I guess the 1.3 would be lack of sleep. But um, mm. been... so so yeah, like I think let's kind of start from the jump. So, the album's out. Yeah, the are album's you out. Are you happy with the reception from the album? Let's start from there. Yeah. So going into every like album release, I'm always like you know obviously excited, nervous. Like in the past, I've been like slightly embarrassed. Mm. But um, this time around, I've actually only been. It's always just been like positive emotions. Like mm. excited. I can't wait for people to hear it. And then when it's out, I'm like really proud, excited. It's done my best. It's done the best, like, commercially. Sick. Because I remember last time, my yeah. last album came out, 
um, you guys are like, don't let that happen to you again. Like getting yourself in like a rut yeah. of, of like, oh, of like regret of like compromising. And mm. so this time around, it sort of took me back to earlier in my career where I'd like make music that I cared about, that I liked. And, um, it's, it's resonated with people, which is cool. But it was a number one independent, uh, record store album. Which is in insane. In the country. In the, I, I thought about that, like, what does that mean? And, it basically every single album that came out in the world, yeah. I sold the most in record stores, yeah. which is like that's some Alpha Miss level shit right that's there. <laughs> uh, do you do you feel like well, not to plug, but we're gonna have a proper interview. Me and Jordan will be having an interview this week on Spotify. Okay, it's been announced. Well, it's gonna be announced. So yes, that will be happening. Um, but I I, would, I do want to ask a couple of questions about it. Like, do you feel? Like one, just interacting with the people. Like, how did it feel playing shows? Cause you did like different kinds of sets, right? You did a solo set, yeah, you yeah. Did a band set, like this. The solo set was sick because it um, you can I can control my own like pace. Mm. Um, and like in the band, you you're sort we're sort of stuck to like a form and structure of each song. But mm. in the solo thing, I was like playing, and then halfway through the second verse, like I start talking and like joking mm. and like yeah, I I, I weirdly felt really confident and comfortable so like a lot of the time it felt like half gig half stand-up comedy Sick. half like really awkward jokes that no one laughed at but like that was part of the part of the charm but i i think <laughs> i think well for me at least to say so um, but i think doing doing my patreon the last year has mm. made me just like more confident talking yeah so i was just like in them after a song i would talk for two minutes about something and i never would do that in the past I used to be like, this next song is... Yeah, you, would talk, you all used to talk over the clapping. Yeah, when yeah. When he first started, he was like, you couldn't hear him because he would talk while everyone's cla clapping. And laugh to himself. And laugh to himself. Yeah, and then that's, what, that's why I've realised, like, it's not about joking with your band, it's like joking with the audience. Yeah. Like, it's about talking to the audience. Well, they want to know. They want to, they wanna, um, you know, be involved. And I think that's such a cool... Especially because it's part of your personality. Yeah, like, and I, I said that in like a few of the shows. I'm like, sorry, I am that weird guy you see on Instagram. <laughs> like, <laughs> and people were just like, ha ha ha. One of the jokes I didn't go over. Yeah, like, yeah. But um, <clears throat> it was cool because I used to get anxious doing solo shows because like I thought people just want to like hear the groove, mm. all that stuff. But like, it was nice to do songs like that and people still be like, that was one of my favorite shows of yours. But wow. So okay. it was it was sick. Did, um, would you would you now consider? I know your album's just come out, but would you consider doing a solo, like just piano album or EP or something like that? Maybe like, I would now consider doing a solo tour. Wow! Like so maybe not. The band are just there punching the wall. No, just like as like as like a different thing. Like places I can't afford to. Go. We talked about this before, yeah, potentially yeah. on a um, Patreon episode, but oh, trying to go to America. Yeah. Um, and you can't afford it. Like mm. I might be able to go to those tiny markets now and just do like 180 cat venues yeah. and like play a solo show, meet the fans. Yeah. Cause like I, I, I could do it. I was doing 45 minute sets and there was a little bit of enough variety for yeah. it to not just be like ballads the whole time. So what's, was there, was there upbeat? Like how, like what does a solo set look like for you? It's you... like piano, like <laughs> quarter notes, a bit of legato here yeah. and there. Um, but like the funkier stuff was more coming from the guitar where okay. I could like do do like rhythm. Were people dancing? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. They were singing though, which is nice. I had like hecklers in Bristol. 
It was like a it was like a World Cup semi final in there that I was like my song Clouds, which is like do do ga de do do like something like that. There were people at the front going like do do ga de do They were like jumping like that. I was like and I was saying like maybe this isn't this isn't No people were like heckling me in a funny way. Yeah. Um but it was really sick, yeah. It was a really good week. Last like the last two weeks has been sick and really happy, like can't believe it's out. I don't know what to do now. Yeah, do you... Yeah, yeah what do you... PS5? It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's like... I talked about this. You know, you guys know this for years, but I've been trying to do that five album thing before mm. 30. Mm. And now I've done it. It's actually like... This is the end. Weirdly, this is end of chapter one of my mm. career. And like... Weekly podcast. They all sort of worked... Well, even when I released Wallflowers, like, okay, shit, I've got three more to go. And like, I was always sort of, sort of in this... Um, zone of like getting to the fifth one and now i've done it i'm like i don't know what do i do now or what do you do once you reach your life goal basically yeah alpha's not playing the same thing kind of with barbican right alpha has sold out barbican so i to throw that out crazy there. podcast oh yeah um announce the second show <laughs> no <I'm joking>. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that's a last that was a that was a goal of yours no that was like one of oh, the really first, was that like a venue that, that was you? definitely a benchmark it was it was um Barbican as an institution, not really, but the venue itself, because yeah. I used to go there and watch like people there, but um, it's almost like a place I don't belong, basically. Mm. That's why it was a goal, because it was like, if I get to the point where I'm being, not asked to play, I didn't ask, mm. I wasn't asked to play Barbican, but where I'm able to, then that would be a certain point in my career, basically. Mm. And just to clarify, Alpha's done this on his own. I know we keep harping on about this, but... I don't think people really understand the gravity of that. There's no promoter that is doing the Barbican show, which basically means he sold his tickets on his once, right? Took the risk. And I know Alpha's not a... You know, whatever. A gloater. But that, I feel like is important for people to understand the difference. You know, like... That is such an achievement to be able to sell that amount of tickets at a venue like that, a prestigious one that doesn't have people like Alpha in there yeah. to sell it out doing music that he loves is insane so yeah cheers <laughs> there's also like there's also the thing of I think we've spoken okay. about this before yeah. but um, it's almost like any it's, it's, I kind of feel like anyone can do it which is why like I feel like we're kind of cheated in a way mm. the way we're taught of, sort of taught to we're not even taught, like, you jump in the industry and things are just how they are. Mm. Yeah. So you think, oh, yeah, you need a promoter. But we've spoken about this before. If you are playing a 50-cap venue, yeah. you do not need a promoter, nope. family and friends. Yeah. You make money, yeah. which is which is crazy to think. But 50 people, I don't even need to break... I don't feel like breaking down the mass. I feel like we've tickets, done in earlier right? episodes. But, e- but even, like, more... And I think we can always cover things as things go on with the podcast like rehash things yeah, but, yeah. but even like people get worried but you can call a venue up and say can I book the venue that, you literally that's what, call that, you, you literally, literally call, call them. them they have numbers on their websites <laughs> yeah. you call them you say how much is it to hire yes. this venue like it's not like some it's not and it's a million not that pounds. expensive either it'll no, never be it'll, it'll never be more and they'll, provide, I mean? and they'll usually provide a sound guy. They'll usually provide security. They'll usually provide, like, it's not like you have to hire the. Some places do dry hires, but most of the time, majority of the time, in the price that you pay, you are getting staff as well. The only thing yeah. that's different to what you do, to what a promoter would do, is once you get over a certain cap, it becomes a risk factor of an insurance factor, basically. Mm. 
where you have to um, trust yourself mm. or trust like the universe or the world that this show will actually go on. Mm. Because if it doesn't, and if there's a fire or something like that, or blah, 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 you're liable. You're liable. That's mm. the only difference between a promoter. If you're playing a 50 cap venue, that don't matter. If you're playing 100 cap, it don't matter. 150, it don't matter. 200, 500, it don't matter. Mm. It still doesn't matter. Mm. When you get like above, I'd say, eight, this is what I'm saying. All the artists that are doing well right now, yeah, none of them, if, if people are coming to their shows, none of them need promoters. Mm. What, if, even like arenas? So arenas, the thing is, yeah, the it's, bigger cap so you cool do. It would be so cool if someone was doing an arena without a promoter. But it the thing happen. is, like, you think WizKid can't do that? Yeah. Wiz, WizKid's just yeah. done, like, how many? Uh, oh, oh, three, three and oh two, and they've sold out every single time, sold out in, like, under five minutes each. And that's 18,000 people so each time he's dropped. There's no way insane he needed. But the thing is, the imagine the risk factor yeah. doing the, the O2 Arena. Yeah. Then that's different. Then that's, like, I, wonder if you I don't can even know what that entails. The O2 Arena without a promoter. Like, I wonder if you need one. I like honestly any. think once you get to past a certain cap mm. promoters have just booked remember that thing? Yeah. Yeah, promoters yeah. have they, booked they, venues yeah. they just own like if they don't own the venue themselves mm. then they've just booked it to infinity yeah. years in advance yeah. do you know what I mean so they just they just have holds on them mm. so it may not be possible after a certain point mm. but the people that actually need the money are the people that are selling less caps mm. so mm. they don't need promoters yeah. but they're the ones that get promoters yeah. Why, and the reason they get promoters is because they they there's this, there's this viewpoint that if I have a promoter, it's one more professional, two, I'll get other other um, uh, opportunities exactly. with, with the companies, which is never, a, like, there's never a factor to them to be like, if we do your show, you're going to get this festival. Exactly. They, it's like, <coughs> there might be a, there might be a case of that. There might be. Basically, they'll put you in the running, you'll be in the list, but if you're doing well anyway, they'll ask you anyway. Yeah. 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 So it's a thing. Yeah. It's kind of like Floyd Mayweather. I know it's going to be quite random, weekly podcast, but okay. Floyd Mayweather, when he was winning title fights, he decided to stop being a, like, because in boxing, you need a promoter to put on the fights, right? So yeah. um, Anthony Joshua, sorry, my bro. He has uh, Eddie Hearn, right? Who has like a, a plethora of fighters, right? There's another guy called uh, Frank Warren. He has fighters. But Floyd Mayweather decided to bet on himself and start his own pro um, promoting company called the, the Money, money team. Yeah. yeah, like the Money Team. And so he puts his own fights on, therefore starting his own promotion company, therefore doubling the amount of money that he, tripling, quadrupling the amount of money that he makes, yeah. betting on himself because he knows that he can get bodies. It's funny, that is a good, no, that's a good idea for like music, musicians like popping off. Yeah. It's like, is creating that. But it's hard, like you said, let's say all festival big slots are like blocked out for promoted artists. Like yeah. if, if, um, if like someone like, uh, Georgia Smith is self-promoted yeah. and then she's rocking up. Maybe she can't get a big slot at Lovebox because... Um, I guarantee they'll book her anyway. Yeah. I guarantee. Once you're at a certain level. They may not place her maybe where she exactly where, but I guarantee if people come to her show that, that she promotes herself, yeah. they'll book her for festivals. That's mm. just how it happens. Because the they're not silly, innit? They're not mm. like, they're not going to ignore someone that's is X amount, can sell X amount of tickets. Mm. They're going to be like, yo, we can bring these people to our festival. We can make money. So they're not going to blacklist you, but they're going to prioritise their own. Yeah. When they can. When they can, exactly. Mm. But if you're hot, you're hot. So like but, Sims right now yeah. is going to be... She just announced another show. I don't yeah. know if you saw that. Yeah, so she's, done, she's doing three Brixton's. The first British female to ever do three Brixton's. Ever. Really? Yeah. 
No British female's done three. That's years. insane. So yeah. So that's incredible, right? So now she next year is going to be cleaning up in terms yeah. of festival slots. Yeah. Because of the numbers, because wow, of the bums and seats. That is and the height. Bums and seats. That's what we call <laughs> bums and seats industry. But yeah, uh, the question I was going to ask for you guys actually, I'm going to get into your week out of ten alpha. But and yours. Yeah, of course. Barney's, <laughs> Barney's of course. like the host of the podcast. <laughs> you guys know He's like the Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> but do you want to say something really interesting? The next chapter. Knowing when that chapter is closed and starting a new chapter, how do, do you guys feel like you're in your second chapter yet? Or do you, I mean, Jordan just said that he closed his first chapter. Alpha, do you feel like you're in your second chapter yet? Um, no, no, I don't. Okay. There's like a, the reason why I asked you whether your goal, how do you feel after your goal? Because a lot of people in life, yeah, their goal is, they have certain goals, right? So mm. money is the always the ongoing goal. Mm. And then certain people, they want a house, that's a goal. You want to get married, that's a goal. You want to have kids, that's a goal. Like, mm. like when you hit those things, mm. like, do you feel the fulfillment? Are you like, okay, mm. I'm happy now? Or is there just another goal? Like, do you have like another five album? Has that surfaced yet? Has any sort of like drive to do anything else surfaced? No, so I actually, that's what I was saying these last few weeks. I actually do feel like, content for the first time ever in my career like i'm right. always like i was you know i talk about this a lot with you guys but like after hearing from alpha i do realize like maybe i was a workaholic but mm-hmm. i always feel like oh i need to i need to be what i need to be busy i can't have free time blah blah um but now i've done this thing it's i really just want to like take my time and try and work out like what i want to do next whether it's change my sound write for a movie or like um buy a house in the country i don't know i don't really right. know what that is but i don't feel any pressure to decide yet I'm, mm. there's no nothing like i want to do five hours before i'm 40 you know mm. what i mean it's like right i want to i yeah i mean it'd be crazy to think maybe i'll do one more album for the rest of my career which is not true mm, because right. i'm always working but like i literally have no idea what i'm going to do but it's nice to have this like freedom for once mm. right, right um so it really does like to barney's point it really is like end of end of an era for me mm. yeah and Where, is, this, is this the first time? So this is the first time you felt... That's why you said chapter one. Like, yeah, cool. But, yeah. But for me, I, I see life as like... Um, I feel like we've all lived a lot of lives mm. already. Mm. So I feel like I've lived so many, like... Just been so many segments to my life that this is like... This could be like number seven or whatever the mm. hell it is. Because I'll take that epoch period mm. as... That's definitely was a chapter for me with an ending and a beginning. Before that, my whole uni period, building up stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was a period of time as well. Yeah. I was just broke. Yeah. I was just, yeah. not, you know what I mean? Just <laughs> down and out, just yeah. like hearing nothing but people just telling me I shouldn't be doing well, what I'm doing and blah, blah, blah. So that's a thing. And then I say, and if on to, to where I am now, that's still an ongoing thing for me. Mm. It's still an ongoing chapter because it's like more okay, to explore. Yeah. Basically, this is the things going. Things are going well. Chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So do you feel like there's, there's going to be a things not going well chapter again? Oh, maybe. That's mm. what I'm saying. But as long as things are the way they are, this chapter is not finished yet. Basically, mm. and the wheels fall off, or something even better happens, or mm. something like that. Then I'll yeah. I can't signify like certain things as. Cause the house thing, the um, 
all the like I've never had goals like marriage, kids, car, house, like because mm. people get those things at different points. Mm. So it's like once you've ticked all them boxes, is that the whole goal done? I basically I don't complete. feel like it's complete yet. But I'm not trying. I don't feel like I'm trying to complete anything yeah. either. Yeah, because I suppose it's 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 what it sounds like you're saying is that if you end up having a completion, then you know you it's like stopping. It's like ah, oh, that's done, and and, yeah. and you kind of wanna. Yeah, it's the journey, isn't it? It's Basically, like I want things to go well until I die now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And for you, well, is just being able to maintain the life that you're living now. That is well. Yeah, you're being able to be, right yeah, being able to essentially, if mm. I choose, wake up when I want, mm. do what I want, mm. go to bed when I want. Mm. What I do for work, that's what, work is also a choice. Do you know what I mean? Mm. For me, I, I also choose to work and stuff like that, but it's still me choosing to do stuff. Like doing what I want doesn't mean lying in bed or <laughs> watching Netflix <laughs> Korean dramas like I normally do. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So, so Squid Game, if you haven't watched it, you Squid Game, I've, I've been seeing that, but you know, I it's thought, really I thought, I just thought my algorithm's been messed up because of what I watch anyway. But Alpha. I've started Alpha. seeing it's, it on I've, I've Twitter. It. It's the one of the best shows I've ever seen. Really? Easily. You need to get into the Korean dramas. It's ridiculous. It's, 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 it's one of the best ones I've ever seen. It's I like don't want to say too much about it. It's one of the best for you, Barney, because you always talk about like, well, I'm not sure how much you want to reveal, but yeah. you talk about this new album you're working on now. Yeah, how like, reveal it. how like, no, no, I <laughs> mean, I mean, I mean, you you were saying like this could be the last. You have so many things you want to do, like yeah. being TV, being broadcasting, uh -huh. podcasting. You love it's music, a maybe chapter acting, for you. potentially stand up comedy, All potentially miming. Yeah. You know anything. Are you are you Ooh, weekly podcast? Do you want to reveal your Don't hands? Don't reveal it. Or there are two types of people when it comes to music. Well, not yeah. just two, but there's someone like me who mm. music is everything. Yeah. I don't really feel like I can do anything else. Yeah. It's not that I think I'm bad at everything else, mm -hmm. but this is the only thing yeah. that I kind of like doing. And blah mm. blah blah. And then you have other people. I'd say like maybe Joey Badass is one yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what does he do? Childish Gambino. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're just Beyonce as well. Even people like. Sorry, even... I don't even know what you're talking about. But <laughs> so so. Multi talented, I guess. <laughs> no, no, but I'm Full saying, finger. I'm saying there are people that maybe if you sit down and talk to them, not that I've sit down to to speak to these people, but yeah. music is a means to an end. Music is a a vehicle, music is something we're just doing for now or, or one of many things we can do or mm. a bit of a vehicle for them to bounce on and transition uh -huh. to other stuff. Uh -huh. Do you feel like that? And do you feel like people in music yeah. are... Basically, are you, do you, are you belittling music by doing that? Mm. Or are you... You just value other things as exactly, strongly. Exactly. I mean, first of all, weekly podcast, that's <laughs> number one. Um, this is a deep one. So yeah, so do you like music? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll let you answer for it. I'll let you answer. For it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I just feel like number one, I love music, and I think um, my my growth as a person. What what? Yeah, that, but not even just a person. I think this last couple of years, even this last year, um, I've really grown in terms of what I value. Um, and what I deem as success. And I think in doing that, I've kind of freed myself of a lot of reasons why I was doing certain things, right? So for example, making music, I think I really had a complex of uh, of, of proving people wrong that I was good. 
that I think that was because what the thing about music is that I think you used to have a very different journey to mine, right? You guys started pretty talented in terms of people didn't go, oh my god, you are terrible. What are you doing when you started doing music, right? Um, I started with, oh my god, you are terrible. What are you doing when you started music? And I think, you know, um, I'm not the best, but I feel like my growth in terms of getting better from where I started from to now is like insane undeniable um and and i keep i have no pride i have no pride in knowing when something's i have a good ear for going that is not as good and just growing and learning and learning and studying and studying and studying um so you feel like you've proved your point i feel like you're close to proving your yeah I, i feel like my point is um i now understand that music is about you and you expressing yourself it sounds very corny but this is what it is. I get that though. I, I, and I feel like I'm at that point where I don't care about playlisting or who I'm, you know, in my insecurities about other people being bigger. I don't care anymore. Um, more so become like, I've got so much other things that I want to do. I'm interested in so many other things that I want to approach. And I feel like my personality and my passions in film, in TV, in podcasting, in presenting, all these things that I want to do like shouldn't be hindered. I feel like some musicians are hindered by this idea of proving people wrong, that they yeah. don't want to do other things. Um, yeah. And, and if th- things haven't been done before, they then, oh, I can't do that because it's never been done before, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, I can't do acting because I'm a musician because it's not been done before. Mm. I can't be a, a stand-up um, because it's not been done before. And so yeah. you kind of limit yourself as a musician to be like, well, I have to just do music. And it's like, I love music. And this album that I'm working on, you know, Jordan and... Imran uh, like executive producing it and producing the album um, for me feels like my last album that I want to do is this album and and, and, and we're, we're taking it really seriously um, mm. do you think yeah coming from where we come from yeah music is a creative gateway mm. oh, bars really podcast what um, I mean what I mean by yeah, that is I know you're talking about like like when we're younger literally it's just football music mm or something in school which yeah. is never ever specified yeah or the roads so the <laughs> or, or yeah yeah or yeah that fourth one didn't even need a mention but yeah, yeah. i feel like there's no like there was no one in school going i want to make clothes yes no there wasn't there was no one in school that was like mm. oh, i want to be an architect yeah. i want to you know e- e- every creative juice or whatever or any creative bone in our bodies was funneled down the music route mm-hmm. so anyone that wanted to do anything creative probably tried their hand at music mm. because that was all they saw. Mm. And then once you're comfortable with yourself, you can then go, what is it that mm-hmm. I actually want to do? Mm-hmm. And then you can, and then you see other things, other people doing other things. And it's like, oh, hold on, I can do that. Like, who knows, man? Like people like Kanye, people like, people in music that have gone into being fashion, yeah. people in music that's gone into just do other things. Right. I feel like if that was presented to them when they was younger, maybe they would have, you know, wanted to do that stuff, yeah. but just not seeing a possibility yeah. for it. You it's it's, it's a palette thing, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's yeah, exposure. Yeah. When you're exposed to certain things, you can go, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the time, especially from, yeah, from impoverished backgrounds and impoverished areas, there's not examples of that, that people that look like you that come from where you come, you come from. So yeah. you can't really identify that. So for me, Kanye is, is huge importance because he showed people, oh, by the way, you can do these things as yeah. well. But even like, I think, yeah, like I think Donald Glover, Childish Gambino is going to be one of the most imp- important mm. mm. hip hop figures later on for what he's doing in that capacity. I think 
I think even like Tyler, I think what Tyler does is mad in terms of mixing mediums and yeah, yeah. you know, you know, even doing skits. Yeah. Like that are funny, like just comedy skits. There's no music there. He's just adverts and like I just feel like the the world is expanding and and I and I think even though this is like personal, mm. I think my plan is that I feel like in the UK there's not really people like that that are doing the mixed mediums well. And I feel like I want to be able to be one of the, those examples of that, whether it's writing TV shows, whether it's... What draws you to writing a TV show? I think... I think it's the, it's, it's the, it's the art of storytelling, but... In a different way, In I a guess. different way. Yeah. Um, I've always been fascinated telling stories. And also you love TV. Oh my so God, like... yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Um, and so I just feel like I've got something to say and I feel like I'm able to... I think I've got a taste for things and I just feel like, yeah, there's just a massive gap mm. in, in, especially in the UK for, for this, this thing. Um, so yeah, like I've been, let me see behind the scenes, I'm just working really, really hard and I feel like the album with Jack opened a lot of doors for me yeah. to do certain things that I wouldn't have been able to do. Uh, but this album that we're making is something that I'm really proud of and I feel like that will even take things to a really bigger level because I'm really proud of what we're making. But yes, so yes, I'm not, I'm not tired of like I love music and I always will. Um, but in my mind currently, this feels like my last album that I'm going to be making. I've obviously dropped music and singles and EPs and stuff, but I feel like the album process in itself, because the album is dying. Yeah. Um, in itself, the format is dying. Yeah. Um, it costs a lot of money it does. and time to make something that doesn't see as near enough as much as return as you as you'd want it yeah, to. Yeah, return. Um, ROI. <laughs> return on investment. Yeah. Um, alpha out of ten. How are you? Um, how are you? How are you really? Out of 10, <laughs> I don't know, 7, 7.4. Hmm. I love the points now. We've got points now in, in the... Uh, yeah, you just got to yeah, say... Sorry. You gotta say a, I love a the point. old decimals. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah like 7.4, I reckon. Oh, wait a minute. That's higher than That's the birth really... of your nephew. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, no, it's no, it's not. not no. Alpha's tally chart, is, he's adjusting. He's been adjusting your tally I've chart. Been adjusted. I've been adjusted because... <laughs> yeah. Calibrating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not taking as much... If I if I was taking points off of bad things, well, what I perceive as bad things that happen to me every week, then you know I think I was taking more points than I should. Okay. Like sometimes life just hits you. That's how I approach this exercise. I I take away. I'm like, oh yeah, that's negative that, and then yeah, I come so you with start the result. On, you start. On I start 10 on ten. And I'm like, oh juice. yeah. So what I, I got what punched I, or something. Yeah. So, so what I was doing before yeah. was starting at zero <laughs> and adding your positive. Adding positives. <laughs> That's why oh, things end been up. Born. That's three points. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but going the other way, I think I'm. Yeah, I'll start doing that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, seven point four. Nothing. Nothing I can remember has happened. It's been all right. Um, I'm. Oh, I can't say that. I'm. <laughs> can you say something vague? You're creating. Um, I'm going to. Somewhere I haven't been to to do something that's that I haven't done. That's huge. That's, that's, you know? that's sick. Very so, sick. <laughs> that's sick. That's sick. So yeah, that's very. Yeah, thanks, that. guys. <laughs> I love it there as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's it's something that you're excited about. Have you have you been? Is this like a dream? Is this like another thing you wish they'd have done? Well, not a dream, but definitely another. It's a it's a landmark, another landmark mm. thing mm. that I'm gonna do. So. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's like a, um, yeah. And I've just been. I'm going on tour soon as well. Mm -hmm. to, um, 
UK, Europe, obviously Barbican. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm planning that show, trying to think about what to do mm. on that show. Mm. Right now I'm thinking to do a set, then an interval, then another set. Sick. Yeah, I'm thinking to do interval of music or a break. Just, nah, just let people go like, to like the theater or go like get foods, like a theater, just an interval of like so 15 sick. minutes, and then come back. Are you gonna get pamphlets hour. with like the the? I said this. The repertoire, <laughs> like where it says there will be an interval at this time. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, why like, is it just? But you're that, probably thinking like, hold on a second. But they have them three pages. It's expense. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I've got like a... Um, Where am I? <laughs> next week, by the time the podcast is out, yeah. a few days after that, I'm doing like a, a like a drop on my, for my label. Like not a, not a new artist, but like a drop of old things. Yeah, sick. Um, like, and drop a merch. Basically, it's good to start the label up. Mm-hmm. Um properly i feel like i'm feeling more and more like a label owner these days yeah and um with a lot of the stuff i'm working on um behind the scenes i'm feeling more and more like an a and r i can kind of switch the hats now mm. whereas before i kind of merged it all into one yeah. but if i don't have my hat if i'm not emotionally attached mm. to if i wasn't involved in the process of the music that i'm putting yet. out feel it much. i've i put in a different hat automatically now mm. Like I'm don't, I I protect them as an artist, but I don't. It's not like it doesn't feel like protecting myself. Mm. So I'm not as I feel like I'm not as trigger happy, yeah. basically as I normally am, which is which is good. Basically, that might sound vague, but I'm yeah, there are artists coming out on my label, yeah. and this is what I mean. Some of them projects I ha- didn't have a single hand mm. in making it. So yeah, that's a different thing completely. Do you feel, do you feel like you're swim, like you kind of at first out of your depth. Now you're kind of like I've got it. Now I've got. I don't. I know how, because I think when you start a company, especially a label, yeah, you have to you things that you don't even think about. But now you have to think about is like ethos. Like what is the ethos of the company? Like what is the the feeling when you when you sign to the label? Like in terms of putting a release out. Yeah. Um, what's the vibe? What's the you know? But I think it's similar to when I do sessions or when yeah. we're all in sessions. Um. What's your role for the day? Yeah. So that's how I'm approaching this. But for some of these records, I'm just I'm just mixing it. Yeah. So I'm just a mix engineer of this thing. So yeah. mm. I have to be the mix engineer today. Other days I'm just the A and R. Yeah. Other days I'm just executive producing it. Other days, do you know what I mean? Some yeah. days Keyboard, I'm a yeah. composer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I've been doing that pretty much for the last 10, 15 years. Mm. But in studio settings, but these are like full blown projects mm. so it's kind of a it's a seamless sort of transition but luckily i've got the skill set from before mm. that it doesn't feel that weird but it is but it's not your music this exactly because yeah. it's not my music it has another layer i think i feel like i'm yeah nice no, it's good i'm always learning and developing man and i think that's it's just interesting it's an interesting process i think when stuff starts to come out mm. then you know, imagine I start working on a campaign that I didn't even have anything to do with mm. and stuff like that. Like, I'm not especially business driven. Mm. Well, I don't think I am, but I'm told I am. But honestly, I don't think... I, I, I think you are because you, you really just... I think you have a basic understanding. I don't spend this amount of money. I spend this amount of money. That is business, which is technically business. But yeah, people yeah. trying to overcomplicate things. Yeah. I find it weird... I remember Dave Chappelle said this. I find mm. this w- uh, it weird that contracts are complicated. 
Why? Why do I have to hire somebody to tell me what a contract says? That makes no sense. I have to hire a lawyer to then specify what a contract says. Why can't we just write it in real layman's terms? Real simple that everyone understands. Because I feel like it's it's the one, the system is rigged, number yeah, one. Number yeah. two, I think that it's, it's an elitist um, uh, business where they don't want people to understand. I think so. That. I'd agree with that. Elitist thing, it just reminded me of something I was... Um, talking about with my brother mm. yesterday, mm. talking about philosophy, because mm. I'm into, I'm quite into philosophy now, and he's done a philosophy course. Mm-hmm. And people like us, we would never introduce to philosophy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's, That's not a thing. No time. That's not a thing from, <laughs> you know. So, I, but when I'm listening to the philosophy, I'm listening to like all the podcasts or whatever the hell it is, I'm barely keeping up because... Mm. Like, if I went to read a philosophy book straight from, like, someone written, like, a Socrates or a Plato or whatever, I wouldn't understand a single thing mm. because of the way the language is um, put across and the way he said things. I need someone else to come in and explain to me yeah. what this means and that means. I think certain contracts and ways they write these things mm. are so old mm-hmm. that yeah, they're, they're that's old, why yeah. the lawyers and whatever, you need them because they're the ones that study the Latin. Yeah, the overcomplicated... Mean? So yeah. instead of updating yeah. the stuff, instead of like writing a brand new one, because yeah. they're like, the old ones worked. Yeah. So they're just like, okay, I'd say, yeah, they're better off completely just writing from a blank yeah. slate. Of, but I don't think there's any contract that exists. Like all the music contracts I've seen are derived from older music contracts, which 100%. are derived from older music contracts. Which is the industry in itself, because if you look at the, it's, it kind of follows what the promoter the thing promoter is. The promoter thing, exactly. Because the promoter thing is the same thing. Because we've just been doing, this is just yeah. the way we do things. Yeah. That's not a good enough answer. No. Do you know what I mean? This is just the way it is. Like That's why that's why forms of intelligence, I feel like it's very similar to forms of intelligence and exams. Not yeah. everyone is able to do exams doesn't mean that they're stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's, it's, it's different skill sets and I feel like that's that's how we should apply things. Yeah. It's not looking at things black or white. It's, no, like what is what is catered to a person? Some, some, someone could be terrible. Like I hate writing. Yeah. I don't like writing at all. Like, like at the actual act of writing. Yeah. But I can talk, as you know, <laughs> yeah. for a very long time. Also, I can absorb information quite well. So I don't read a lot. Right. But I can absorb. So exams will be terrible for me. I hated exams. Mm. But I might be able to be intelligent in other capacities. So how do you? So back to what you want to do. Mm. By the way, what's your week out of ten? I can't. Ah, sorry. Well, I mean, guys, this is this is the you know. If you, I mean, if people want to hear more of this kind of conversation, they should jump on the Patreon. Yeah, that's yeah, what they yeah. should do. Yeah, which yeah. is patreon.com forward slash are we live five pound a month? You get weekly episodes and mukbangs. Everything. At Discord. Anyway, sorry, my week out of ten. Um. I'm asking because I have another question, but I just know it's gonna we're gonna yeah, run over. Um, week out of ten is uh, seven point six. Oh, seven point six. The lowest point. Yeah, seven point six. Good week for me though. Seven point seven point yeah, six. Yeah. Seven point six. <laughs> um, I'm. Things have changed in my life a lot. Um. Do you want to... I've got a girlfriend. (laughs) Yes, guys. No more of this Barney going... Was it you used to go? Wedding song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to do stuff in the podcast. Kaka, that's it. He used to do like like weird mating calls and stuff. The shop is closed. Oh, nice, man. Congrats. It's a beautiful thing. Anyway, but yeah, so that's happened and that was cool. 
I mean, that is cool. Not was is, um, but also like I, you know, the album's been out. That's cool. Doing loads of different things has been cool. Yeah. Um, uh, working with the Korean Englishman has been great. The love of oh yeah, great. yeah. Numbers are insane. Like, I mean, you need you need to get mil, yourself over there. A million in a under a under twenty four hours. What? A million views in under twenty four hours. Crazy. 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 Um, shout out to them. Um, but at the same time, I'm feeling quite anxious about my album, about the album that we're making. Um, Cause it feels like a lot of responsibility. And so I've been writing a lot at home and that's been tough because I'm not just writing for the sake of writing. I'm having to write about things um, that are quite deep. Diving deep. Diving deep and right. just like creatively. So it's been great. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of feel similar to Jordan. I feel like this is now like a new chapter is about to happen. Oh, about okay. to. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like this is... So you've ended one recently. Yeah, I think the chapter of kind of... I don't know how I'm mad, but like being it's quite like... naive and quite shallow in right. my in my thinking. Yeah. Um, it, for the first time, I would like... <laughs> I will call myself a creative. I used to hate the word, be- like the idea of being a creative. But I'm realising I used to hate it because of my insecurities. I think I used to think, oh, if we take something really seriously and it goes wrong... Yeah. Then what the fuck do you have? Yeah. But now yeah. I'm realizing that no, you're supposed to take it like if you, if you can, you should. Yeah. And put, put everything into something, and just kind of throw caution to the wind. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you just do it. Yeah. Um, and that's quite freeing. Uh, so yeah. I like that. I like that saying. By the way. <laughs> I don't know. Throw caution to the wind with the moon and the dog. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, what was your question, Alf? You said ask me. My question was to do with you saying you don't like writing, but then you also went into write. Uh, yeah. But it's like the the vehicle in which you do that. Like yeah. how? How do I write? How does someone that doesn't like writing, like write a film? So you, so I, I really good question. So what you do is one, you study a lot, which is studying doesn't necessarily mean reading a lot, but it can be watching... Digesting. Digesting. So watching interviews with your favourite filmmakers and just having... The, watching the discussion. But how I do it, like, practically is I start with a spider diagram, which is basically you write the name of something in the middle of a pa- piece of paper and just... I think what I didn't like about writing was forming sentences that made sense. I think I found that really difficult. Like, right. I didn't like... I like shorthand. I like... So even when I write lyrics... If, I, if if you read what I wrote, you won't understand what it, it's not. It's not all. It's not exactly word for word not, what you say. Yeah, it's not you word feel for the word. gaps. So like, when I'm saying stuff to Jordan, he's like, put it on the screen. I'm like, okay, add that, add a word there, take a word out there, right? Whatever. Um, so that's how I kind of started, and then I kind of work backwards. I'm like, what's the what's the ending? What like how am I getting to my to my place? And then kind of working backwards. Um, but yeah, I'm st- it's still like quite early, but yeah, like. Even with the album, I'm trying to write something that accompanies the album in yeah. terms of uh, story. That's stuff. cool. Um, I haven't told Jordan about this part. That's yet. cool. Yeah. But yeah, so it's cool. Like it's, it's great. And I'm still learning. And I think that's quite exciting to like push yourself a little bit and be scared of certain things and learn how to be scared and kind of find the adrenaline in that and going, oh, I don't know. Because there's all kind of things that we, we un- we've been doing this for like over 10 years now. Yeah, so there's yeah. things that we know inside out. Yeah. So it's easy to kind of just stay doing that. Yeah. The easy. the big concept to like basically all therapists tell people that trying to work on is exposure therapy, putting yourself into a situation where you're literally dealing with something new. Mm. If you're scared about it and then when it happens and you realize it doesn't turn out as bad as you originally yeah. thought, you're like, oh, I can do that. For example, you might write a movie and 
Yeah. It's you're like, oh, I actually finished it, and you might yeah. think it's impossible. Yeah. Um, and, and then when you get through yeah. it, you're like, oh, I'll write another one, and, yeah. and then it just becomes you end up becoming a movie writer five mm -hmm. years later. So. Yeah. Mm. And it's the thing where you see a lot bunch of these people doing stuff, and you think they're all experts. Uh, people are just winging things today. I meet people mm, yeah. every single day mm, yeah. that are don't know what they're doing at all. I don't know, but I'm here. This is my role. I am the <laughs> director. Of blah blah blah. <laughs> But, you know, every single day I'm like, how do I do this? But then they get through it and then you respect them for some reason. But because you think you can't do what they do. Yeah. You stop yourself even trying. Just wing it. Do you feel, um, do you feel that? But then this is a question I was going to have. But this is a question we're going to have to save. Oh, teaser alert. For Patreon, because this episode's over, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> so dark. <laughs> so Guys, listen, it's not difficult. To, to, to sign up to Patreon. Coffee? That's all it's, it's, it's a coffee for, I mean, one coffee. Buy us a coffee. Buy us a coffee that we're going to share. Yeah. <laughs> one, <laughs> one five pound coffee that the brand will yeah. share. Guys, genuinely come over. It means a lot. So thank you to everyone that has signed up already. There's been so many of you who are really overwhelmed. It kind of, oh, we had a bet before, I'm going to tell them. We had right. a bet before it started about how many people will join and you guys have like, what, quadrupled the amount of people that I thought would join? Yeah. 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 Um, Barney Field is Oh, cheers, Jordan. Cheers, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan's revealed the. 86 out of my four. Nah, we'll leave that in. We'll leave that in. Let them know the realness. No, More man. realness no, like this. No, man. More realness no, like this on no, Patreon. No. Join the Discord. No. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you next month. See you guys. Hope you have a good month. Jesus, man. And goodbye. <laughs>